In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Oh, me big LA, big silly, big money, big Willie.
shiny doll. Riding with a couple Latin bras and a China doll. Hey, you know how we ball. Right in the shiny car. Walking design them all. But everything we saw, you know about me, y'all. Like a boss. Back knots. Like a boss. Top drop. Like a boss. On top. Like a boss. Pay the cows. Like a boss. When I blow. Like a boss. Big house. Like a boss. Nothing out. Like a boss. Who the boss, nigga? Who the motherfucking boss? Who the boss, nigga? Who the motherfucking boss? Who the boss, nigga? Who the motherfucking boss? Who the boss, nigga? You see the motherfucking boss. Slim thug a motherfucker. After realizing to master enterprise that I ain't have to be in school by 10, I then began to encounter with my counterparts on how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use ejections. Syringe sold separately from the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand. Put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid. Only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, sky's the limit, motherfucker. Folks, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is our pop culture roundup with Sophie Ross. I'm going to do a big, uh, big old monologue here in the beginning or see how far I can go with it. Um, I left you guys on Friday with the Kardashians. Oh, man, we just had breaking Kardashian news. I, I mean, I don't really think anything's break. At this point, we should all just assume there's always Kardashian news. I don't even feel like, yeah, breaking doesn't even... It should just be perpetual Kardashian news. Uh, we got a TMZ report and we got the picture that Courtney and Travis supposedly got married today at a courthouse in Santa Barbara. And they have a lowrider car that says just married in the back. And uh, good, man. They can finally uh, they can finally have sex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Legally. <laughs> uh, I'm just glad. I'm sure they're glad they waited, you know, because... Now that it's official, they can really go to town on each other. They can do butt stuff. They can. <laughs> By the way, I forget. Hey guys, this is a family show. <laughs> oh my god! I just at this point, do we have any excitement to give Courtney and Travis? I know you guys are probably like, I do. I think it's magical. I mean, I just feel like I've gi- I've given them a lot of energy, and I'm just I'm happy that they are doing the thing that they said they were going to do. Like, that's always exciting. Like a finish, like you can check that off a to-do list. I'm like, that's a that's a big check. Like, okay, get married, check. But other than that, I don't know. Like I feel, I all, as I always say, I just want to see the calendar. I just want to see the shared family calendar, who gets what color. And at this point, I want to see it because I want to, I want to like prepare myself for how much they have planned this year. It's too much. And they keep procreating this whole family. And it's just going to become more and more birthday parties we have to see. Nothing. By the, imagine by the time you're a 16-year-old kid of one of the Kardashians, nothing will be special. Like, I remember still this one Christmas where I woke up and I got a leather jacket in, like, the ninth grade. 
And I was like, I mean, it was now thinking back, it was like one of those puff, like, like kind of bulky ones. Uh, and it was from like, like Walmart or something, but it was still, I mean, not real leather either. It was pleather, but what did my dumbass know? And, uh, you know, I'm not a fashion icon like I've, I've talked about. Maybe I am. Who knows? But the point is, I remember opening that and going like, holy shit, nothing's ever going to get better than this, you know? Like, you're not, this is... This is the cream. to I mean, this is just nobody's ever going to be able to top this leather jacket from Walmart. Nobody. And I mean, I just sometimes get this weird kick out of thinking how, you know, how we always talk about being desensitized to some of these things, how desensitized these Kardashian, like imagine them dating somebody poor and by poor, I mean, middle class where, you know, the guy gives you know, North, like, uh, you know, a, a, a homemade card or like one of those like coupon for one free back massage. And she'd be like, what the fuck is this? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? My mom actually hired Barney the dinosaur when I was six years old and not somebody in a costume. She made an actual Barney the dinosaur, like Jurassic Park shit. We had to put Barney down after the party, but for that day it was magical. Like I just have a feeling like nothing will ever be special for these kids because everything is special for these kids. Welcome to the show, folks. If this is your first time with us, we do a pop culture roundup on Mondays. Uh, I do a lot of show recaps during the week. Kardashians, Beverly Hills just started. By the way, yeah, Beverly Hills started. If you don't re know that, uh, we're doing the recaps here. So thank you for all of your support. Um, if you uh, if you like the show, just a crazy amount, join the Patreon. In fact, we're having a contest right now. Well, we're doing baddie shout-outs. Shout outs which uh, Maritza made this awesome graphic for it. Uh, so we're doing a show. I'll be doing a shout out on the show of everybody, but I love, I love the uh, names people are coming out with. Cause we said, you know, Ryan could be shouted out as Ryan Bailey or Ryan thick thighs, Bailey or Maritza Lopez could be Maritza. Don't wash her legs. Lopez, because you'd have to listen to the Patreon to get that joke. But uh, it's exciting. I'm very excited. And remember, if you're a Patreon member, this Wednesday we are going on YouTube. Which Oh, yeah. YouTube, you guys. Do me a solid today. Go to YouTube.com. It's, uh, it's a website. It's been around for a bit. And type in So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey and just hit subscribe. We have the Tiffany Moon interview up there, which you don't have to like. If you just want to see me make weird faces while Tiffany Moon... Uh, looks beautiful, then we, I got, I got a YouTube for you. We have a full like 40 minute interview up on YouTube. I believe Countess Luann is going up there later this week. Uh, but more videos will be added because we're kind of playing catch up. We were supposed to do this months ago and it technically it took a little more time because I'm slow. So please go subscribe. I think we need like a hundred more subscribers to get to some like bonus level. I don't even know. I'm new to YouTube, you guys. So if you have YouTube tips, let me know. Be kind. Uh, all of that stuff. So please do me a favor and go do that. Also, we'll get all the business out of the way right now. Uh, if you like the podcast, please rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Hello to any uh, new listeners from the Demois podcast. I had a blast doing that. I, I DM'd with Demois today, and we were joking about something. Um, we were just joking about a little something, no biggie. Um, and I hope uh, – I think we're going to be working together soon again, which I'm very excited anytime I get to work with her. Also, what? There was something else. I know I'm – if you want So Bad It's Good merch – you can go to SoBadIt'sGoodMerch.com. We have the Stop Sleeping with Kristen Thompson shirt. We have the Euphoria with 90210 character shirts. We have an array 
of uh, just amazing gift items. Something to say, I love you to somebody special in your life. <laughs> oh, also, that was it. Cameo. So I did four cameos this weekend. And I feel I felt, I felt horrible, you guys. I left you guys on Friday and I said I ha- I'm having stomach issues. And it, it got so much worse on Friday that I was invited to a free Paul McCartney concert. And when I say free, that means you don't have to pay. And I had to turn it down because I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. Like I, I, I was watching, I, I just couldn't do it. I mean, that's how bad I felt. And I just felt, uh, it, it really, it's been a real rough weekend. And that's why we're going to see how far I get right now with everything that I need to do. But I'm just not, just not at my best. And I know what you're saying, Ryan, you're sick all the time. Dude, believe me, I understand too. I get that as well. I I, I say this half joking and half scared is that I think, uh, you know, I, I realize I might I might not be long for this earth, so please enjoy these shows now. Tell a friend. I'm not pulling any of them down. So you have, I think, enough material to last for the rest of your life, at least, if you kind of just balance these these out. But, man, I feel like I'm sick for at least a week, you know, at least three or four days every month now, and that's just not great. So who knows? And um, let's see here. I do want to say... I do want to say I did four cameos like this weekend and I was so out of it and I, I owe them new cameos because they were so, you could just tell I'm sick. And, uh, Susanna, Susanna Lee Murray, who is just a longtime listener. She's awesome. She's from Australia, New Zealand, and, and she's just been amazing to me. And I just, I gave her like the shittiest cameo. I just apologized the whole cameo, but I wanted to shout out her. I wanted to shout out my friend, Krista Moore, who I gave a cameo to. Um, uh, I, I Krista, I love you. Uh, she's worked, Krista's working 80 hour weeks. That's wild. I also wanted to shout out, uh, a big old happy birthday um, to our friend. I'm trying to find the the name here. Why did it switch off the name? Oh, here it is. Rachel. Rachel's birthday was on the 12th. Uh, and uh, her, her guy, I don't know if it's her guy, her friend Michael got it for her. And I wanted to say happy birthday to Rachel. Rachel is awesome. And finally, Shauna Lofton, whose birthday is on the 21st, uh, gave her, I wanted to give her a birthday wish as well. I literally almost passed out doing some of these cameos and uh, it was, it was just very trying. So uh, apologies to you guys. You will be getting another video on top of the video where I just apologize the entire time. So if you want to watch me stumbling around like an idiot, apologizing, go to cameo folks. Wee. Um, okay. That, I think we got all the business out of the way. Now let's get to some entertainment business. Um, also, finally, you guys, while I was sick, um, in, sick on, on this weekend, I finally got to watch all of Severance. Uh, Sophie recommended Severance to us a while ago, a cut, like a month or so ago. It's on Apple TV. And I got to tell you, there's only, I think, eight episodes and I loved it. It is slow. It's a different pace, you guys. So prepare yourself for that. It's an hour long or like I guess the episode's like 45 minutes. It's a dramedy, more drama. It kind of also is in that like Lost, the TV show Lost, because there's kind of a mystery around it. There's a mythology around it, almost like Yellow Jackets, a little bit in a way. 
But this thing just grabbed hold of me after the second episode, and I really loved it. And it was one of those where you can go back and watch and catch other things. And I know it just got picked up for a second season, so I'm really excited about that. Adam Scott is the lead. Uh, There's this new actor. um, I looked. Her Instagram name is Brittle. She plays the lead female, and she's excellent. Christopher Walken is amazing. John Turturro. Oh, my God. Just an amazing cast. Patricia Arquette. Just awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And the whole thing, every episode was directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah, the actor. And I got to tell you, and this is, I know this is a reality show podcast, but it's also pop culture. Ben Stiller does some of the best TV directing out there. There was a Showtime uh, limited series uh, like three or four years ago called Escape from Danamora, which is about uh, a, a true story where a prison guard, a female prison guard helped these two men escape. And which is crazy because a similar story just happened last week. We were talking about where the lady ended up taking her own life, the the prison guard who helped this uh, gentleman escape. But Benicio Del Toro and Paul Dano, who plays the Riddler and the Batman, they are the lead actors in it, along with Patricia Arquette, who plays the prison guard. This is from like three or four years ago. Showtime. It was on Showtime. And it is another just um, it's a horrible name for a show, though. Escape from Dana Mora, because that's the prison name, Dana Mora. But it's a horrible name. It's like, and I would be like, oh, yeah, that sounds sexy. But it is, it was excellent too. And Ben Stiller directed all those episodes. This Ben Stiller, you guys, like, he might be a better director than he is like a comic actor. Like, I'm just really, really impressed. Like, if I, I would geek out on Ben Stiller about a director way more than anything he's ever done acting wise. I, I just, I can't tell you how impressed I was. Like I said, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's really antiseptic and it really takes its own time, but I really appreciated that change of pace. And I think that's healthy for us as a viewing audience to throw certain things in there that are a change of pace, that are a little challenging for us um, because we don't want to just be used to everything. Go, 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 go. Everything used to how reality shows do it. I think it's important that we add scripted series in here sometimes. Uh, I think it's a real, but anyways, I just wanted to recommend this. I know Sophie already did, but I just wanted to add my uh, two cents in there. I just thought it was just excellent. And I would be curious to know what you guys think, because I know some of you guys have watched it and uh, have loved it and reached out to me and said, you better watch it. So I finally did stop threatening me. Um, Oh, guys. Oh, my gosh. This was interesting. Vanderpump Rules News. So you guys know, and we talk about this I think very briefly, Stassi Schroeder, she was on Vanderpump Rules and her second book just came out. So she already got married to Bo, but uh, they're, you know, that was in their backyard with a few friends during COVID. They are doing a, they did a full wedding this weekend in, in uh, old Paris, I believe, in Italy or Paris, one of the, one of the fancy places. And Katie Maloney went. Tom uh, Schwartz went. I'm assuming they were invited as a couple before they weren't a couple. But we also know they're friends and still live together and things like that. So they were there. So the wedding invite list, we found out from Sheena's podcast that Sheena was invited, but then she got disinvited. Like every time I hear like wedding from like reality stars, it's like, get the camera out there. Because it sounds like even the planning of these things was a fucking mess. Like Sheena got invited and disinvited and then Sheena was like, fuck that. I'll go to Hannah Burner's wedding, which Hannah Burner's wedding. I don't know if you guys remember her. She was from, I don't know, six or seven years ago in Summer House. <laughs> she got married to Dez, the guy that was, you know, they were like finger blasting each other uh, on the last season of Summer House she was on. But like, I was kind of like, 
I'm kind of like, yo, and for the first off, congrats on anybody that actually takes the leap, gets married. I hope it was an amazing day for both of them. Truly, I have no, you know, like who would wish a horrible wedding on anybody? Um, but I was kind of happy that we didn't have to watch any of that on Summer House particularly, you know, and I, I kind of was impressed that they actually still went through with it. I mean, I think the fact that they went through with it even without a reality show actually bodes well for the marriage. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there was no pressure to do that for the camera. So hopefully they got to do it the way they really wanted to do that. I know I have my issues with Hannah, but I mean, that's really how I feel. I, I, I just truly hope that was a good day for them. So Stasi, so Sheena wasn't invited. Tom Sandoval was never invited. Kristen Doty supposedly was invited, but she had another wedding to go to this weekend, which I was like, I mean, I know that's probably true, but there's also a part of me that's like, Stasi's like, sorry, you're not going. I'll give you, I'll let you have an excuse on the way out. You can say you're going to another wedding, but uh, you're not coming to this one. Like, you know, I feel like Stasi might still have, I know that's probably not the case, but I figured like Doty would be like, sorry to the other wedding. I'm going to this wedding, but who knows? Who knows? Um, so we know Sandoval wasn't invited. I don't think Ariana was invited. Uh, obviously, D wouldn't it be great if DJ James Kennedy was there? No, he wasn't invited. Now, here's the deal. Jackson and Brittany weren't there. They said they had other obligations. But one of – I got a tip. This is great. I got – this is just fascinating to me. I was like, no way. So this is the – Jax is – you know how we know our boy Jax. He's petty. This guy is Tom Petty, man. He is petty, petty, petty. And he unfollowed Bo. And then Bo and Stasi unfollowed Jax. And the thought behind that is he's mad he couldn't be at the wedding. And now Jax has unfollowed Schwartz. Now, I gotta I I didn't ask my contact here. Did he because I knew he unfollowed Schwartz when Schwartz accidentally revealed Cruz's name on the little baby tee in an Instagram story. Did he re-follow Schwartz after that and now has unfollowed Schwartz again? Because here's the deal. If you're past 40 and you're following, unfollowing and following and unfollowing people, I think that's a good sign that things aren't going exactly up to, you know, exactly to plan, you know? So Jax is potentially mad at Schwartz, who is there, plus probably didn't want to see Schwartz with Sandoval because – also, then Schwartz rushed back and went to the Bravo upfronts. Bravo upfronts are today, you guys. So you might have seen on like Kyle Cook and all these Instagram stories. They're doing a big presentation at, um, is it uh, Carnegie Hall? I don't know, some really fancy place that I've always wanted to be to. And I never thought Austin would get there before me. But they were all over there. And oh, God, I tell you guys this in the show. But Ariana and Tom, I think um, they were hanging out with Austin this weekend. And... I just, I really just, it really upset me. Ariana said he's a nice guy. I'm like, that's how he gets you. That's how Austin does it. He gets in there by being the nice guy. And I was like, oh my God, you're just, I can't, I can't. I just can't go there. Oh, also, this is exciting. I know I'm going all around the world, guys. I do not feel good. MTV Movie and Video Awards, I think. I'm going to put this link in my stories this week. Uh, best couple, you can vote for Tom and Ariana. And listen, I'm not going to even pretend I, I truly like them. So I want you guys to vote for them for best couple. I don't even know who they're up against. We'll go over the ballot together, but please go and throw a vote their way. They deserve it. I've actually seen them. Uh, you know, they, they, they love each other and not in a Travis Courtney way. Like I've seen them like kind of make out, but not like in the way of like, I want to eat you. I want to be inside you. Like, you know what I'm saying? And of course, when I do that voice, I'm doing Courtney's voice. I want to be inside you, Travis. 
Um, so I just think maybe Jack's like just it, it's too much. It's getting it's getting to him now, you know. And I would I got to tell you if I had been fired or let go from my show and then get to see all this stuff years later still continuing, you're damn right I'd be jealous. I would be I would be so bummed. But I would be the kind of bummed where I'd be like apologizing every day. I'd be like Andy, what's up, buddy? It's me, Jax. Hey, just wanted to say I'm so sorry for being like, you know, crazy that last season. Just super. I just wanted to just throw that in there. Love your new baby. Like I would be doing that every day. I would be kissing Tom Sandoval's balls. I'd be like, Tom, you're one of the best singers I know, dude. I love you. You are the best. Thank you for being an awesome groomsman at my wedding. You have great style. You know, I would be doing that every day. But this Jax, he's so stubborn. He almost makes me think he's a Taurus where he's like, no, no, fuck it. I'm just going to start unfollowing people on social media. Fuck it. And then I guess on cameos, Jax has been telling people lately that he and Brittany have decided to move to Florida. And more specifically, Clearwater, Florida. Now, if you're new to the show, I, um, my parents, as my birthday gift last year, decided it would be, well, not when I say parents, I mean my mom, decided it would be a really cool birthday gift for me to travel with my mom and dad, just the three of us, to their vacation spot, Clearwater, Florida. Um, which is also the home of Scientology, actually. they And my mom's like, they keep it very clean. And they do. But... Jack says they're moving to Clearwater, Florida. Like, get the that's that's my parents' vacation spot, man. They get an Airbnb there for like a week every year. It's ruined now. I'll never go back. I mean, I don't think I was going to go back regardless. But you know, now it's like really because I just because you know what it'd be. We'd be at a bar or something. Jacks would walk in. He'd be like King Jacks. He'd like King of Clearwater, and. We, you know, I think because I would like immediately try to run and my dad like, no, no, let's talk to him. Let's talk to him. And then we start talking and we do shots and all of a sudden we're buddies and all of a sudden an Instagram pic gets, you know, and then all of a sudden my career's over. Like I can't be, I can't, I can't, I won't be friends with Jax at this point, you know, just too far gone. <sighs> Thought a lot about this actually. <laughs> so that is some good Vanderpump Rules news, uh, but very excited it got picked up for a 10th season. Uh, of course, we talk about Britney's horrible news today. Um, Ezra Miller, you guys, uh, if anybody bet that he'd get arrested again, you you won big in Vegas. He also, they, sorry, they, he is non-binary. They say that um, there's an, the, the, the video was filmed and they say during the video, um, don't touch me. I film my arrests for the purpose of NFT crypto art. And you can watch this video and it's very erratic. It's very, you know, this guy, there's something going on there. You know, they are not doing well and I hope they get the help they need. I know we talked about this with Dumois this week and that's why I'm just kind of updating that here. It just is wild. Um, Jason Momoa, you guys, this Aquaman, you know about this guy? <laughs> Those are my favorite segues. Hey, Jason Momoa, you know this guy? You know about this guy? Long hair? Muscles? He's dating actress uh, Eliza Gonzalez. Am I saying that? Elza? Eliza Gonzalez, she was in like, she's a really good actress actually, but supposedly they're dating. I think this is the same girl that little Timothy Chalamet Remember those beach photos from like Cabo where like they were like hooking up in the pool? 
Um, the fact that I'm my age and I know this shit, I'm like, that's just wild. It's so upsetting. But yeah, I think this is the same girl. And like to go from a Chalamet to a Momoa, that just, wow, amazing. So I don't know. I was kind of bummed because I was hoping the Lisa Bonet thing would work out. They're both seem like very spiritual and on the same level, but Momoa wants what Momoa wants, I guess. Also, Hayden Panettiere uh, is having a comeback. She has been announced as part of the cast for Scream 6, which is really exciting. I love the last Scream movie. Did you guys see it? I, I was totally into it. So I'm excited she's going to be reprising her role from an earlier Scream movie. Also, Kendrick Lamar's new album will be uh, straight to number one this uh, this week. I have not gotten to listen to it yet. It's over an hour. And my thing is... I love Kendrick Lamar and I want to give it the respect that it deserves. And I don't want to be in some kind of weird fever dream while I listen to it. Uh, it's called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Um, yeah, it's an hour and 13 minutes. I can't, I can barely watch an episode. Of, I try to watch an episode of Gallery Girls to take notes. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> but it's, uh, it's supposed to be amazing. A lot of people I keep hearing talking about the song Anti Diaries because it deals with trans. And I know uh, Kendrick misgenders uh, a couple of times during the song from articles I've read. I have not listened to the song, so I don't want to comment on anything that I actually haven't listened to. I only do that with reality shows. <laughs> but I'm very curious because he's always put a lot of work and a lot of thought and uh, all that stuff into his art. And I actually am comfortable calling what he does art. Uh, My Chemical Romance has their first new song in over a decade. All you MCR fans, get ready. They're also going out on tour, which is kind of exciting. Now, I'm a little older, so My Chemical Romance, I like them, but they were like, you know, some people freak out about My Chemical Romance. If you were of a certain age, this band meant a lot to you if you were emo and all of that stuff. And I think that is so exciting, and I'm so happy. Uh, I love when... Like, I love when bands or movies or, I guess, entertainment properties come back that you know mean something to somebody, you know? Like, it's like, I'm with Batman or I'm, you know, it's like when those, or even, you know, when you're like, oh, Vanderpump Rules is going to come back, you know, for a 10th season. I get excited about shit like that. That's the stuff that's, like, positive. Like, you're like, oh, good. You know, if they come back, maybe everything's going to be okay. Um, So, My Chemical Romance is Prague Emo Surprise. And, uh... 12 more. Oh, sorry. So I'm trying to see. Oh, their song is called The Foundations of Decay. And it's their first new material since 2014. Um, and I think that's great. So go check that out if you're a fan of theirs. Uh, this week, huge week in TV for Scripted. You got Stranger Things finally premiering. These kids got to be 80 by now. You've got Obi-Wan Kenobi premiering over on Disney+. Plus with Ewan McGregor, which is very exciting, and Darth Vader comes back, played by Hayden Christensen. The Staircase, you guys, are you are you watching The Staircase? It is, of course, uh, the murder of... Um, uh, we've all seen the documentary The Staircase, right? Well, they made a movie, uh, a limited series, sorry. They made a limited series about it, and the first three episodes, I believe, are out on HBO Max. I did not get to watch it this weekend because I'm really, like I said, out of it. I could make I made it through three episodes of Bling Empire, and I think I understood what was going on. And if you can't understand what's going on in Bling Empire, something is wrong because they just it's pretty easy to understand. That's kind of where I'm at. But 
Uh, the Staircase is definitely on my list. It's about the trial. Michael Peterson was accused of murdering his wife. You guys probably know all about this. There's like an owl theory where he's like, no, an owl like scratched up my wife's head and she fell down the stairs. It's wild. Oh, also, Under the Banner of Heaven on Hulu. Check that out. Uh, uh, there's just so much. There's almost, like I always say too much on too much. Please stop. Please let us catch up. Um, Harry Styles new album. I think it's called house of Harry or Harry, house of Harry, Harry's house, Harry's house. How like Harry, <laughs> Harry's new album, Harry balls comes out this week. No, it's called Harry's house. It drops uh Friday and I'm very, dude, I'm a, I'm a converted. I love Mr. Styles. I love it. I'm very excited about that. Uh, what else? Okay. Bravo upfronts. We do talk today about all the Sutton Rinna nonsense. I just, Rinna, slow down, babe, slow down. We got a whole season to go. She's still going off in the comments. I don't even know. Like, I just, I want her to just happen. You need to sit down and listen to Harry's house. Like you need to, why don't you go do one of your fun dances to a Lizzo song or something and just chill. Maybe take Instagram off your phone. You don't have to do everything all at once, you know? Like, I think Garcelle, you'll always catch her kind of laughing at comments, but never really kind of diving in because I do want to believe her, at least from afar, it seems like Garcelle is kind of, and you might not like her for this, it kind of watches with a, like a hand up of like, uh, you know, this isn't really my life. You know, I'm kind of, I'm, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's kind of like, this is wild. I don't need to do all of this. I haven't gotten what watch Atlanta tonight, but according to the Twitter comments I've read so far, you guys are really disliking Atlanta. I, I enjoyed last week. I didn't mind it at all. Uh, so I, I got to watch tonight's episode and see, let's see some other stuff here. Um, watch what happens live this week. You guys got to set your DVRs on Wednesday night. We have Erica Jane. What's going on, everybody? I'm on Watch What Happens Live. And we got Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset. Like, so this is blonde ambition, like, or bottled blonde amb- ambition. This is going to be wild. Like, and people were like, oh my God, I bet Christine will come for Erica because she's looking for a slot on Beverly Hills. There is no fucking way. Christine will probably kiss Erica's balls because that's like a polite thing to do. Now, it would be legendary if Christine went on there and gave her like a little attitude because I would love to see somebody that has no true affiliation to Beverly Hills yet give her crap. Like she doesn't get that. And I, I would love to see if that rocked her or what would, uh, you know, what that would do for her. Uh, oof, exciting. I can't wait to watch that actually. Um, let's see. Oh, Rihanna. So there's so much room, a lot of rumors that Rihanna had her baby. Somebody tweeted saying that they worked there and that it was a boy. They shut down the whole wing and then that person supposedly got fired. But you can't believe this nonsense. That could just be a rumor. She might not have had the baby yet. I don't know. But whenever she does, it's going to be amazing because it's Rihanna. Also, uh, Machine Gun Kelly tonight at the Billboard Music Awards, which I think is still going on. uh, He dedicated one of his crappy songs. (laughs) one of his songs he's like to to my my lady megan and our unborn child which is like is that saying that she's pregnant and i don't know if it's necessarily that because i think it's like saying one day i want to put one in you you know like i think that's like that's what it's saying i don't think it means she is because i think it was worded that way 
but I don't know if Megan Fox is is pregnant with Machine Gun uh, Kelly's baby. Also, oh, also, I was thinking about this earlier. I was talking to Annabelle DeSisto. I'm finally releasing our. I mean, I'm talking gigantic recap of the movie Coyote Ugly from the year 2000. It's insane. But we were talking about it, and I was like, do you guys think Machine Gun Kelly will eventually kind of be like Kid Rock? Like he's punk now or trying to be punk now or kind of just feeling uh, feeling everything out. And then eventually he's going to be like uber Republican in 20 years like Kid. Like I'm just curious the future of Machine Gun Kelly. Like I could totally see that. Also, a lot of you guys, and we talk about this on today's show as well, uh, really, so funny, I have completely bought, uh, not bought, but like I just was really moved by Dorit's story about the burglary and the PK stuff, but you, a lot of you guys, man, like, like just not having it, whether it be in my comment sections for my Instagram or others or on Twitter I see, and it's like, wow, I, it's so, it always boggles me when we're this far apart on something, because I want to try to understand what other people are seeing. And I just, for the life of me, I just, I mean, listen, there, Dorit and PK are a lot of things, but I just don't know. Like when you involve police and when you involve things like that, it comes to another level. Like, I just don't think that would happen. Listen, I've been wrong before, but I'm just want to put that out there on, on record. And I love that. I just want to put that out there on record. I love it. Some, uh, Ryan, on uh, this day, put this on record. <laughs> so, uh, but PK, Dorit said on Watch What Happens Live the other night that Lisa Vanderpump never reached out. And Lisa was like, darling, I did. I reached out to be gay. And gave uh, and like put screenshots of her reaching out to PK. And PK was like, I don't know. I've never got that. I'm going to put the two best detectives on it to figure out what's going on. And he put a photo of Sherlock Holmes up. I don't know, man. Like Lisa can be conniving and all that stuff. But Lisa usually will say when she didn't reach out to somebody like Lisa has been pretty honest with disliking Kyle and ignoring Kyle and things like that. I don't know if Lisa would lie about checking in on PK. Like, I think Lisa would just stay out of it and not make up a whole text thread uh, uh, about it. Uh, like, or like PK never responded back maybe, but PK immediately was like, I didn't get it. You know, I don't know. That part weirded me out. That kind of, I was like, uh, I don't love that. This is an interesting story. Netflix tells woke workers to quit if they are offended in a culture memo. In light of internal discussions triggered by productions like Dave Chappelle's chaotically controversial stand-up special, Netflix has reportedly issued a shady missive to its disgruntled staffers, underscoring that the streaming behom... How do you say that word, you guys? Uh, You're not going to be able to tell me. I'm just going to say that streaming giant values the artistic expression of its content creators over each employee's personal thoughts, beliefs, and lifestyles. <laughs> Guys, we uh, we value Seinfeld more than you, just <laughs> which I get. But like Netflix is having a bad year. This is a bad year. And what do I just think about it? I had a couple friends that worked at Netflix and you got like the way they were treated, these employees. You'd come in, they'd get you. I mean, you talk about free snacks. These people had like a sushi bar. You're talking food out the wazoo. And we're like different kinds of food every day. They had like events. They'd have people come play music for them. We're talking everything, you guys. I was like, holy, it made me want to go back to college just so I could work at Netflix. And now, I mean... All this shit is just, they've got to really be careful of how they play this next. Now, I know woke culture, 
Listen, I don't like it sometimes either. I hate the word woke to begin with. It just, I just hate that word. But you've got to take into account people's feelings. Dave Chappelle did a whole bit on trans in one of his specials that, to me, above all, wasn't funny, which is kind of the cardinal sin for a comedian, right? You got to try to be funny. And to me, it wasn't funny. I think Dave Chappelle especially gets so much credit. Like this guy is, is just now just collecting accolade after accolade. Like, and Dave Chappelle has been genius. Like his, the Chappelle show, uh, funniest shit I had seen at that age. Um, certain comedy specials he had blown away, but then certain comedy specials, I just, I'm like, eh, okay. I've seen him live and I'm like, eh, okay. Like, obviously one of the most talented people out there, but like, ah, we treat him like, it's just like this God almost now. Like they've just given it all to him. And I I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'll be interested to see where this goes. It's like a story to keep our eyes on because Netflix is saying, yeah, we value Chappelle more than our employees. And I, I wonder if there is middle ground, I wonder, I mean, that's what we always got to hope for with these things is middle ground because we all got to live together. Uh, the horrifying events that have happened this weekend, and I know, you, you know, I'm saying that I'm like, I have to say that like literally every weekend now, something crazy, batshit crazy happens. We got to find middle ground. We all got to come together at some point or we got to get out the bad people, period. Um, let's see here. Instagram, Lisa, Elon, Elon's wild as always. Um, I think I is that it? Is that we got okay, I think I think we came to the end of it. There's always like 30 things I left out, but uh that's where we're gonna start with today because I am sweating and not in like a good I just went on a hike way. I'm just sweating by talking to you guys, which is always a bad sign. Uh this week is gonna be a great week. Like I said, we'll have the Annabelle DeSisto uh gigantic coyote ugly recap, which I hope you'll give it a shot because it's just silly. If you're looking for a laugh, I think this is gonna be the pod to do it for you. The coyote ugly one specifically, because it's just goofy. It's goofy background noise that I think you're gonna dig. Uh we'll also do a summer house recap at some point. We got uh we do have we do have a, a, a big housewife, a former housewife, I believe, on this week as well. We got a Kardashian recap. And of course, whatever happens on Beverly Hills this week, I'm very blessed to be able to talk with you guys as much as I do. Thank you. I never take it for granted. And no matter what happens to me, this has just been so fucking amazing being able to do this and just showed me a whole different lifestyle that is really tough and obviously has affected me in a lot of ways, but it is so worthwhile in so many ways. So thank you for being a part of this journey. Um, And uh, hopefully we will talk to you on Tuesday. And here, without further ado is the one, the only, Sophie Ross with our Pop Culture Roundup. And if you don't remember, if you don't want to hear me do that bullshit in the beginning, you can just skip right to her with the, the timestamps, okay? I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. You guys, it's Monday. I barely have any energy, so we'll see how this goes. And I know our guest has little energy either. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, you, I think this whole sickness thing is going around. I don't know if you paid attention the last couple of years. Who knows what's happening? But regardless, we are here to talk about the pop culture stories of the week. And luckily, there are a lot of things to talk about. I do realize as I look through these stories, they're important to me. But uh, outside people might think they're ridiculous, but that's okay. We love them. We are proud of these things. And we're going to talk and dissect them. Uh, you might know her from her very popular Substack or her podcast, uh, So True with Sophie Ross. Uh, I I just gave away. It's Sophie Ross. Sophie, welcome to the show. Hi. And by the way, Ryan was just like, someone's high. And I'm like, I'm not. I was explaining that I took (laughs) ZQL last night and I have been a 
zombie, just so drowsy all day. So I'm sorry. You guys, she, cause she, she called the zoom. She's like, Hey, and I, I was like, I am sorry. It seemed a little stony baloney to me. <laughs> no, I like, I don't remember ever feeling this drowsy from Zequel before. I, it was Zequel, wasn't even the cold medicine, NyQuil. My boyfriend got COVID. And so we didn't go to a wedding this weekend that we were supposed to go to. So I just like drugged wait, can we, wait, wait, do you want to tell people you actually were invited to Hannah Burner's wedding? And you didn't. Yeah, not. that was the wedding actually we were supposed to go to, and we couldn't. You were also invited to Stassi's uh, wedding. I think yeah, you were going to Hannah's over Stassi's one, wedding. Right. That was the one that I was like really upset about because like it would have been cool to be in, to Italy. Be in Italy. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, no, boyfriend got COVID and ruined everything. And um, yeah, then that I sounds just... like the best song ever, like a Paramore song, like boyfriend got COVID. And boyfriend got COVID. <laughs> but yeah so then i drugged myself with um zequel last night and i like have not been conscious all day wait and so I is he remember. are you taking care of him or is he at his own place no he's at his place because he's been covid positive and contagious so i'm just like yeah but okay. love is love dude love is love okay that's exactly what he said he's been exactly he's right shit. You should be over there taking a bullet for your boyfriend. Well, I was like, I don't want to get COVID. And then our plans for the next few weekends are going to be ruined if I get COVID. So let's get you healthy and then we can both be healthy and then we can go back to doing fun stuff. But he actually if if he does it again, you should say put a ring on it. Yeah, nobody actually just tested negative, which is why I texted you to record this earlier because we're going to go out to dinner. We're going to get sushi. And then he's making me see Dr. Strange tonight. (laughs) Good luck. Wait, by the way, you might want to get COVID uh, before this happens. I know. I'm like, how do I get out of this? (laughs) Like, I. by the way, I haven't even seen Dr. Strange, but everything I see says it's so like, complicated and i mean i i feel like you should be high for dr strange okay that's that's the plan but also like i've been telling him because he's like marvel and like star wars and i'm like i'm not gonna watch your shit if i don't have the backstory there's so it's a whole multiverse of madness you couldn't couldn't even catch up at this point if you wanted to they've they've actually so crowded this one universe of marvel now they're creating different universes and it's like we I, like at some point Marvel's doing so much that I feel like I need to start paying attention to my own life. You know, that's how much it's getting, you know? Right. I told him, I was like, I will get invested if you make me a whole deck that breaks down all the universes. And I told him that I was like, make a deck. Dude, like, he's, a deck. dude I feel like you might've just, you might've just dared him to break up with you because why is he going to sit and make you, he wouldn't be able to do that. It would take the rest of his life to make a deck on everything well, that I'm happened like, in Marvel. I can't get emotionally invested, but he got these movie tickets and I'm just like, he's been sick. So I feel bad for him. <laughs> going along with it. Uh, I want to see that everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, that that's 24 a, film. Yeah, that's like that's a multiverse movie too, but it's like, a real film. No offense to me. I love Marvel, but you know what I'm saying. Um, you know who else has a, a multiverse is Bravo right now. I, I'm sure you're aware of the news that uh, we got a 10th season pickup of Vanderpump Rules this week. Summer yeah. House, Winter House, Married to Medicine, uh, a Family Karma got a third season. Like they literally renewed everything. Plus, have you felt a dark presence in your city? Because Austin Kroll is there. They're all, all the Bravo celebrities are there rehearsing at 
Carnegie Hall because they're doing Bravo upfronts tomorrow for Aber- upfronts. You guys are when they sell like to advertisers, the exciting new things that are coming on this season. So oh, New York is full of Bravo liberties right now. Have you seen this? Um, I haven't seen the Bravo liberties in the wild, unfortunately. Dude, Ariana, Ari, I'm so pissed. I actually tell was like, Ariana was hanging out with Austin last night. And I was like, you do, you stay away from him. Like you stay away from it. Like, that's just, I, I know it's not her fault. And I know she probably was forced, you know, against her will, but still it's like Austin sitting there with that goofy smile. Like, I swear to God, you guys, if Austin shows up on Vanderpump rules, that's the thing that'll really just, I've always said I'm committed to Vanderpump rules, but that'll do it. I'm done. Oh God, that'll do it for me too. Cause you know, he's already putting, he's, you know, he's already doing like last night. I bet he was like, Ariana, wouldn't it be cool if I came to LA? Wouldn't it be cool? Yeah. Craig wants Craig wants to come to LA too. Can he come? He, he he'll be like me and Craig. Like we want to kind of just like test the waters out there. Like what if we got a place for a couple months? <laughs> Ariana, Ariana, how cool if I was like surfs up, right? Like how cool if you saw my my white my white flabby body over in LA, <laughs> like the Stay Puff Marshmallow. I love man. how that's like the selling point for advertisers. They're like Austin Kroll. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> like, no, yeah. like I think that's, it is kind of like the Marvel universe though. Cause I think together as a whole, they are mighty. But if you just put out Austin by himself, that's going to make me not ever want to watch a commercial even on Bravo, let yeah, alone like, Bravo. That's going to want to make a brand during a recession Fork over <laughs> half a million dollars in advertising money. Austin Kroll. Yeah, but by the way, Austin is living out all of us average white man's dreams. Like, I want to be backstage at Carnegie Hall. I want to be like, and on this week's episode of Summer House, the reunion, they said that Carl said, it's a little thirsty to want to be on three shows, Austin. I bet Austin wants to be on four shows. I'm telling you, I'm predicting it right now. I'm never wrong. He will be on Vanderpump Rules for a couple episodes this season. I can Wait, already sense he's it. Gonna, he's going to show up at Tom Tom and like the storyline is going to be, Hey, I'm looking for new vendors to stock my beer. What's his beer called again? Oh, Trop Hop. Trop Hop. Like, what's it, what's it taste like, Austin? Well, I hear it tastes like reindeer piss. Uh, it's supposed to be pretty good. <laughs> Get like, keep him away. Stay away. He's from He's going to be the new Max. He's going to be like, Lisa will be like, Dear boy, would you like to have a managerial position here? Lisa's going to be like, he's just struggling. He's struggling to get on his feet in the city. (laughs) I can't do the posh British accent, so I just do like the really like the (laughs) accent. I can never do the posh one. I do. I can't do any accents. (laughs) Lisa, Lisa's like, I hired him to burn down pump. (laughs) She's always setting fires to her own restaurant for insurance money. Um, But it's really exciting. I'm very happy that all these shows got renewed. Oh, did you see that they're doing Southern Charm Leva's place, which is like Vanderpump Rules, but with Leva? Yeah, like what of all people to get a spinoff, I was very surprised by Leva because I feel and like they all hate Leva on Southern Charm now. Did you see that? Like they all unfollowed yeah. her after the end of this next season. Like we're about to see. She's like the opposite of a fan favorite. Like the fans didn't like her, and then the people on the show didn't like her. Like, I'm like, why? I guess because she has her, like, restaurant businesses. I guess they want to turn her into, like, the next well, Lisa Vanderpump. Dude, I, I liked Leva, but she only had one season at, at most. So it's, like, weird to, like, give somebody. But, I mean, I'm going to – I'll be down to watch it, which, by the way, you guys, Southern Charm, the new season, I believe, premieres June 23rd. So mark your calendars. They're also uh, – they also announced another Below Deck. Like, Below – I mean – 
below deck's going to have its own network pretty soon. They really are hitting below deck so hard. I know I need to get into the below deck multiverse. It's great. You'll love it. I mean, it's not, I have no complaints. A below deck is always awesome. I think there's, it's just simple, simple TV, simple living. Oh, I actually, since I was doing nothing this weekend, by the way, I finally, yeah. what'd you watch? I finally caught up on Kardashians. Yeah, we got to talk because you wrote on your Substack. So Kendall Jenner, you guys, we're I think we're all just worried because it seems like she might be kind of like a slow adult. And I, I mean that in a positive way. Like, I, I don't <laughs> like, I just feel like she no, she needs to be taken care of. Like and she it, she seems like she is getting the help. There's a lot of things you wrote this article. And I had talked about this on the podcast on Friday for the recap of Kardashians. I did uh, because it all like one of the big plots, you guys, was uh Chris uh, Jenner's birthday at her new fucking insane mansion, which is just like at this point, do we really want to with influencers? Do we just really want to keep watching people's lives that are way better than ours and they keep getting better? I mean, at a certain point, I feel like after that tink shit, I feel like a button was hit and I'm just like, yeah, why do I want to watch people that are way richer than me? Like that's rich people shit. No, have fun because the rest of us are being reminded about how shitty how cool. the economy is. Yes, and we're all fucking. Good. Month We're to all month, screwed with the recession and how the cost of living keeps going up and up and up and up, and wages just consistently stay the same. And we're all fucking sick. And then Chris Jenner this week is like, Here are the Gucci, like my, the Gucci plates that I shit on. Corey has his own little playroom here. Here's here's Corey the man I keep, room. you know. Like, I mean, it's you know, listen, I'm I, I guys, I stick up for the Kardashians more than any of you fools, but at the same time, I'm like, it's getting to be like, I'm I feel like every week we're just watching just dream so fulfillment. It's just dream fulfillment for them. All we're doing, but yeah. what your article pointed out is that that took place, you guys, that birthday party, if you watched it, it took place on the night of the Astro World tragedy. And it was dark. The sun was already dark during the party. So that means they had already known that information of what went down. Also, the weird thing was that they had Kendall Jenner being supposedly in Miami with her fun, energetic friend, Haley Bieber. God, dude, those, those girls barely have a pulse between them. Like, I like them, but they barely have a pulse. Like, I don't even know. They're, they have, like, people... First of all, Kendall being like, I'm such a hypochondriac, you guys, when like actual people with hypochondria are like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, that's what she does. She's like, I have the worst anxiety. I have the worst OCD. It's like all of these real mental illnesses that Kendall always like co-ops. And she's like, we're just obsessed with wellness. So we get IVs all the time. Like, shut Kendall up. is barely hanging on. She is like, like, I feel like Kendall is going to snap at any point because Every even if her talking head, she's just not. She's just like, "Hey guys, I'm a cognac," and then she like laughs and smiles like it's the funniest thing ever when it's actually really scary. So I'm like, and she has like a team of doctors at her friend's house, and they're like giving fun IVs to Haley and Kendall, like you know, rich people shit. Yeah, but basically, so they were pretending Kendall was in Miami when they were really at Astro World because Astro World took place on November 5th, which was Chris Jenner's birthday. Um, and so, yeah, they fudged this, the timelines and, you know, I pointed this out on Twitter and people were like, well, like, what do you expect them to do? They would have gotten flack either way for trying to exploit the tragedy. And I agree. I'm just saying that, you know, this is why their show was delayed two months. Well, it's also interesting because I would have been, this is not the show and you'll, you see how they handle actual issues. You guys, it's not the show that I think could handle this delicately in a, you know, way that would be, uh, giving 
the proper attention to the victim. Like this show, the Kardashians not is not the show that's built to actually talk about reality and people suffering. It's not that show. So I'm almost relieved in a way. And who knows what the future will hold? They might've read your sub stack and they'll be like, fuck it. We're going full Astro world after this week. You know, like who knows, but by the way, don't worry guys, Travis Scott's performing at the billboard music awards tonight. Puff daddy's hosting. Uh, it's Morgan Wallen and uh, Travis Scott. And P Diddy says, I'm on canceling everybody. So obviously uh, Putin is going to be performing as well, which is exciting. Oh but like, my God. like I love that Puff Daddy's He's like, I'm on can't like calm down, dude. It's an award show. Like let's like we're like, I'm getting to a point where celebrities are so self-important that I understand why people hate celebrities. Like I understand because it's the self-importance, but do you think the Kardashians will ever handle Astroworld or do you think it's just not going to be mentioned at all? No, I don't think it's going to be mentioned. I think they also might be like legally barred for mentioning it, which is like, okay, fine. I just think that, yeah, it's, it's really tragic still for the families that had their lives changed forever. Their children ripped away from them because of Travis Scott being irresponsible. Did you just read that one lawsuit Uh, today? I was reading one lady, she lost her child, like baby. She was pregnant and lost her baby getting trampled at Astroworld. Oh my, it just gets worse. Can you imagine? And it's like, yeah, a lot of this could have been avoided if Travis Scott didn't incite the crowd after seeing ambulances, didn't incite the crowd after there are people already getting trampled to death on the ground and incite them even more. Like it's so sickening and it's so disgusting. And yeah, Travis Scott has no place back in Hollywood or back in the entertainment industry. And yeah, people are going to say the Kardashians, what does that have to do with them? They made Travis Scott their brand for so long that like, yeah, I mean, and and Kylie and Kendall were literally there and pretending that nothing happened and all these people that are traumatized. It's just like, it's so, I I think, I I mean, the weird part of this all is you guys is that you know what? It's not like Kendall is the star of the show. They could have just left her out of this episode. Like they didn't need to lie about it. That's when it gets kind of even more bizarre is that they could have just not had Kendall in the episode. You know what I'm saying? Do you know Rob Kardashian was at that dinner and they didn't even, they managed to like edit around Rob completely. So the show knows how to do it. Like, I don't know why present the lie. Like, that's the part that right. confuses me. Like, right, just, exactly. it's not like Kendall's so exciting to watch that it's like, we need Kendall in this. We don't need Kendall. Kendall's never usually been in most of the episodes. Right. And then it's like they didn't even address where Kylie was because that's where Kylie was. But that's, yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, it also- would be great if Kylie was like, I, I'm here in Antarctica. And she's like, there's like a <laughs> green screen of like snow behind her and an igloo or something. With Stormy. Stormy yeah, Stormy's baby. here. Stormy, wake up. Stormy baby. <laughs> Rise and shine. But uh, um, yeah, I also feel like otherwise, like the storylines are all like the baby bar storyline, the Kravis engagement. It's all stuff that we've already watched. It's like the same issue that kind of plagued their first show is that everything would already be everywhere. And then by the time they dressed on the show, it's like, who even cares about this anymore? So it is kind I of funny know. that they are leaving little things in with Chloe about how much Tristan's changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, it is kind of, it's like so dark. And you can tell, it's like almost if you guys watch how long, if like how Chloe's nails grow every time she says Tristan's doing good. Like her yeah. nails are so long right now. I feel like every time she lies about Tristan or actually like, like says something that Tristan's doing good, her nails grow longer. 
She's like, I feel really hopeful about the future with Kristen. <laughs> and then I love that Malika, her friend, like, you know, when you're a friend, when you're a friend of a Kardashian, you can't really step up. So she's like, good girl, you get it. You get yours. And it's just like, oh, my God, it's so scary. Uh, what else did you watch this weekend? Um, I watched Bling Empire. OK, so I, I started season two as well. I'm only like three episodes in. Do you like it? Yeah, no, I love it. It's a great show. I'm actually very... See, I'm more entertained by this show than Selling Sunset. Because Dude. I feel like there's actual drama. Yes. Okay, that's what I wanted to talk to you about was that, like, it's produced by the same guy, Adam DeBello, I believe. So it's all the yeah. same, like, good lights, all that stuff, good lighting. But you believe this more. Like, they take us into, like, I don't know. I guess I just already know what fancy real estate people are like. And it's like, this takes you into uh asian americans uh I, I it's it's stuff that i don't know but you really sense that they're real people but oh, not yeah. real real people in the sense that they're like um they're struggling no it's like these are really really wealthy people but i get the sense there's real relationships and it already is so much better than selling sunset to me oh yeah no a hundred percent so much better than selling sunset there's real drama you can tell there are like real Who's like the main guy who's like relatable because he's not that Kevin, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, yeah. So Kevin and Kim, there's like a little like, like, um, thing going on between them. Yeah. And I, I can sense that it, it feels real. Like there are like genuine feelings involved and like, yeah. And then Kane, he kind of, Kevin is the Kane. Gina Kershaw. Uh, uh, she's like the Gina yeah. from uh, OC of the yeah, show. He's just like the regular guy. Yeah. You know, he's just like the regular, he like stumbled into like this, like, circle of like ridiculously rich kids in Beverly Hills but he's just like this regular guy with his mattress on the floor in his apartment so he's kind of like the narrator and it's like yeah you I feel like it's like real versus selling sunset I'm like there is not a genuine thing about this show anymore no so they are all robots the, yeah. I would rather Kevin date G flip than over on uh <laughs> I by the way I can the only thing that stuck with me on selling sunset you guys is G Flip and G Flip was only mentioned in the reunion and that's right. the only thing that I keep thinking about is G Flip. I'm obsessed else. with saying G Flip. There was nothing else that happened in the last season of Selling Sunset I'm telling you. Even the reunion, I mean the G Flip part was like exciting. I think that Jason and Chrishell seemed more I think Jason actually was like more emotionally invested than I thought he would have been. Like he actually was crying. Yeah, was but but you about he it? was Sophie, but it was it was like five percent crying. He was like, I've never felt these kind of emotion. Like it was like he, I thought he was gonna short circuit because the water, the little water coming out from his eyes was gonna hit the wires in his head. Cause he was <laughs> like, I've never felt this way. I'm broken up. And then his brother was like, come on, bro, don't feel bad. Like it was <laughs> wild. Well, it was like, was I talking? To, I can't remember if I was talking to you about it. Like how they, how Tan actually asked. He was like, so is this a showmance? See, this is <laughs> what I know how to do. A showmance. And and Jason was like, that's like asking someone if the earth is flat. It's just so offensive to me. Wow. Coming out against flat earthers. This is amazing. But do you not remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like actually seemed like very like taken aback by the question. So I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it was real. But but but, but I don't know. But we've taught we've already said this before. It's like even if it is real, it's just not the kind of real that any of us are used to. Like their version of real 
is what we consider fake. But to them, it's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like Jason ain't dragging Chrishell to see Multiverse of Madness. Jason is not give a shit about the Marvel Universe. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not having a real relationship like we have real relationships like jason's not gonna like let's get a bite of sush and then go to dr strange like he's like let's have some chablis while i light three of my fireplaces on a sunday night you know We'll be back to the show in just one second. Now is the folks summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because quince has all the seasonal must haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Part of the show that I love the most when we get to talk about our sponsors. We have a returning sponsor this week. That's right. It's our friend over at Rothy's. Now, if you remember, Rothy's sent me a killer pair of shoes and they have this huge selection of shoes now they have tons of women's shoes and they knock it out of the park according to my women friends and according to my own eyes but they also have really awesome men's shoes so i just want to get that out of the way if you're looking to get something for your husband your boyfriend your son whoever they really do have dope dope men's shoes the kind of men's shoes where i was like i want a second pair of rothy's for myself and they have like these cool computer bags and like (laughs) backpacks and stuff and i was like wow this is amazing i want more of this stuff but they're really known for uh their women's shoes and i have a primarily female audience so i want to let you guys know if you don't know about rothy's um i have gotten three compliments wearing my shoes one time one time folks i went to vegas and i got compliments on them and it was awesome do you know how cool it is to get compliments literally makes your day. In fact, there's a challenge. Give somebody you know a compliment today. In fact, give me a compliment today. How about that? But it felt great. And that's three compliments on one shoes. I kept thinking like, what if I got, what if I got three pairs of shoes? Like I would get, you know, nine compliments. Uh, Basically you could get compliments too. That's what I'm saying. Um, They say, have you seen someone wearing a colorful pair of flats and thought, dang, those are cute. I've not said that, but I have said, I think girls do look cute in flats but I have not said that to them. Um, But anyways, these people that you thought they had cute flats, they might've been Rothy's. Uh, They're the perfect shoes for commuting, traveling. Everyone notices them. They're known uh, for their chic, 
pointed toe flats, but that's just the beginning. They have tons, and I do mean tons, of iconic head-turning designs in bright but sophisticated colors. Plus, Rothy's work great with every outfit. I can even say that for mine. Uh, I can put them with a lot of different things once I know how to dress better. Uh, you can wear them with yoga pants or dress them up for a night out, and they really are very, very comfortable. The flats feel almost like a slipper, I'm told, and as soon as you take your first step, you think, ah, okay, I get I like this. Rothy's takes sustainability to the next level. This is the thing that I really, really love, you guys. All their products, get this, are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. Like, I'm not joking. That's actually true. They've repurposed around 125 million water bottles so far. That That's incredible. Like, I've always wanted to know where the water bottles go, and this is cool if people are doing stuff out there with them like this. We got to support. Um... Like I said, I am over the moon about the pair of shoes that I have. Just the comfortability. Uh, they've kept clean and they are washable, I know, when they get dirty, which I know on me, they definitely will. But it's just a stylish pair of shoes. And as somebody that has always struggled with style, it is nice to know this is finally something that I have that I can add to or I'm proud to say makes me have style. So... Your new favorite shows, your new favorite shoes are waiting. Your new favorite shows are waiting too, actually, on Bravo. New favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com forward slash so bad. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash so bad for $20 off your first order. Give them a try, folks. And now back to the remaining portion of our show. <laughs> True. No, that's a good point. Like he but doesn't have like even a higher. And yeah. then I also watched scary stories to tell in the dark. Dude, I shit you not. So these books, uh, guys, scary stories to tell in the dark. I don't know if you guys remember, but as a kid, these books really impacted Great me. They were, I forgot who's the author of them, but it, it, the, 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 the illustrations really like stuck with me and they made a movie a couple of years ago and I still haven't seen it, but I did watch. I, it's when I was on sick, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Did you like it? No, I really, yeah, I really liked it. It's actually really like scary. It's scary. Yeah. Guillermo uh, del Toro produced it. I believe. Yeah. I was like obsessed with when I was younger, I was obsessed with scary stuff, like scary stories to tell in the dark, the books. I was obsessed with the goosebumps books and the show. And I was obsessed with, are you afraid of the dark? As a yeah, child. no, I mean, I, I, uh, though, see, I, I was old, too old to do the goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark, but scary stories was my jam. And in fact, so much so that six years ago, I rebought the scary story, the original edition of scary stories. So like, I got to have this and I don't, no, I didn't have Netflix. to have it. I highly recommend watching it. I, I tell you it's something I don't recommend. You know what just got on HBO max is that movie old, uh, M night oh, Shyamalama Bing Bong. Yeah, so it's by guys. It's about this beach that you you get to, and then you get turned old, which is like the, the Scott Di Scott Disick's nightmare, you know. From the twisted mind of M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I know it's just like, dude. I M Night Shyamalan, and I hope who's the dude? Uh, I hope Jordan uh, Jordan Peele doesn't get like this because Jordan Peele like two great movies in a row, Get Out and Us, 
And his next movie is called Nope. And it comes out this summer. But you just hope like M. Night Shyamalan with The Sixth Sense. I don't know if you guys remember when that came out. It was like so critically acclaimed and good. But then he became like the Twilight, like everything had a twist. And then the twist got more and more ridiculous. Like the happening was with Mark Wahlberg. And the twist was that like it was Mother Nature, like it was climate change. And Mark Wahlberg really couldn't pull like he would have scenes where Mark Wahlberg was like feeling the wind. And it was so ridiculous. It was like. It sounds like something you would actually kind of dig now that I'm talking thinking about it. I know, like I probably Mason, would, honestly. Yeah. yeah, but like the but old the movies, visit, the I don't recommend. The visit was really good. The, the visit, visit was good. The twist in The Visit, I'm not going to spoil it, but like everyone should watch The Visit because that's a creepy, good twist. Classic M. Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. But see, even A Broken Clock is right tw- twice a day, right? Like I feel like yeah. if you make that many movies, like I went back and looked at his filmography this weekend Cause I was like, Oh, he did a movie about an elevator. Like I forgot, I like totally blanked some of his movies. Oh, the de- wasn't it like the, it was like about called the hell devil? or yeah, it, totally. It was like was six, like, six, six or I don't know. There was like the devil. It's someone in the, in the elevator. Who's like actually like Satan or something. And then they all keep dying in the elevator. And there's I was like the elevator. I was like, there's been 15 years. We've just let this guy make movies. And I completely blanked it out. I've completely forgotten about it. He can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, okay. So uh, we're going to cover some sad news really quickly. And I really, I don't, uh, it's just that unfortunately, uh, Britney Spears has announced she had a miscarriage on her Instagram. Um, you know, I, I don't, I really don't care if you guys thought she was pregnant or not. I don't care. I felt very sad about this. Also on my Instagram page, even though you probably can't find it anymore because of the shadow ban, I did notice some people trying to make this a, well, she probably got vaccinated. And I'm just like, you can take that kind of shit and take it to another page, listen to another podcast. It's This isn't the place for that kind of shit. Like, you know, if somebody says something bad that happened to them, you know, whether it be Dorit and their burglary or whether this, you say, oh, I'm sorry about that. You know, like, unless it involves Erica Jane, like, <laughs> but like, seriously, I'm not in the mood to... Uh, question the authenticity of Britney Spears' pregnancy, but obviously she is going through some sort of pain, regardless of what it is. And I think in that kind of situation, you don't ask questions the same day, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I I think, I mean, I've always believed from the get-go, I had no reason to believe that this was like a fake thing at all. So I, I feel devastated for her. Like, she's been through so much and it's so unfair that she was forced to basically be sterilized for the past 13 years during her conservatorship. And now when it's more difficult for her to um, get pregnant, like it's just, it's really devastating. So well, shit, if I, she had just waited, if she, if she just waited a couple more months, she, uh, she wouldn't have been able, uh, they, they would have, they couldn't have stopped her from having a baby. You know, you, you're not going to be able to have that choice pretty soon. Right. Oh God! Sorry, too soon. Sorry, but God you guys. I, yeah, it's just it's, um, it's terrible. Uh, so, uh, actually, thoughts and prayers go out to them. This is actually I don't really follow Mark Anthony a lot, except that he he got engaged again this weekend to a 23 year old Miss Universe contestant, Nadia Ferreira. Mark Anthony, of course, 53 years old, married to J Lo in the past, and a, a bunch of other ladies. It's just, I mean, it's fascinating. Like, I just wonder these kind of conversations that people have. Yeah, what the hell do they have in common? They both probably love Mark Anthony. She probably loves his music and Mark Anthony loves Mark Anthony too, you know? She probably loves his money. 
Yeah. I mean, but then I was like, I was really trying to think like how much market he's probably worth, obviously tens of millions, but at a certain point, like, I don't know. Money is just, it's wild. I don't understand it at all. When you marry for money, you earn every cent. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you do. It's me, Erica Jane. Hey, what did you think of Beverly Hills this week? What did you think of the premiere? Um, am I allowed to say that I have questions about the robbery? Okay. Uh, you know, it's good that you have questions because then we can talk. Because uh, I actually buy it hook, line, and sinker. But let's play devil's advocate. Why do you not buy it? I think that. There are a lot of things and please don't kill me for saying this. I'm not trying to like question someone's trauma, but like other people have pointed out the moment that someone faked cancer on real housewives. I think that it's been open oh, season for without, questioning. Dude, without a doubt. Sophie, that's why I always say like, I, I always say like, you guys don't be so offended. There's a reason why people question everything. It's because these shows have set us up to question everything. I, I totally agree with that part. I think we're allowed to be skeptical and a little bit cynical at this point, because we have been fooled many times over by these housewives. But um, I think that the way that it went down, there are a lot of, a lot of things. And I'm just going to like give a rundown of what's suspicious to me. PK was out of town, but for some reason the alarm system wasn't turned on. And why were the why were the the robbers just taking their sweet sweet time? Like no alarm went off, but that doesn't mean that it didn't trigger a silent alarm. So like they were just taking their time. They left her cell phone carefully outside instead of like chucking it down the road. Like that was weird to me. I thought it was weird to me that um pk instead of going straight to his kids and straight back to his house went to meet up on camera at kyle's house with dorit and there were just like a lot of things about it that were i was just like hmm yeah it was it was interesting because i was like i completely bought it also dorit on watch what happens live answered some of these questions and and you know this is just what she said you guys so the alarm wasn't set because her kids get up and move around and she doesn't like them triggering the alarm. Whether you want to believe that or not, whatever. Uh, the phone, my thing was like, yeah, you would leave the phone because it would actually just be a tracking device for the burglars. Also, burglars are fucking idiots at its core. So, I, I mean, they might have been just taking their sweet time because of that. Um, the, the PK going right to the house from the airport, Dorit left her kids because supposedly Kyle said, And she said, actually, that night she didn't want the kids to see her lose her shit, which uh, I kind of understood as well. But also, just like the Kendall Jenner thing, we don't know if this time the show says this is the timeline, but we don't know if this is truly the timeline since these shows do fudge time and places. So I do sometimes question if we actually are seeing the correct thing. But Sophie, didn't you buy her out on the 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 bench at the end by herself when he went in to look for the phone? Didn't you kind of buy her going, it's okay, it's okay to herself? Like, it seemed like somebody going through trauma. Like, if she was that good of an actor to me, I feel like she would have been an actor. Like, Erica Jane couldn't pull that shit off. I don't know, Ryan. I don't know. I wasn't wasn't sold. I have more questions than answers. I'm sorry if that makes me a bad person. I just am a cynic in general. I'm very cynical, especially when it comes to housewives. So I'm sorry. I love the wait. So, you know, I love being cynical. I don't fucking yeah. buy Erica. And by the way, the other thing is, I don't think it's I don't think it's fake because I think Erica Jane or Rena would have thrown her under the bus at some point. Like they would have fucking loved to have said, 
You know, you call me a liar. The rate's a fucking liar. That I feel like would have happened at some point because she throws Kathy under the bus later this season. Unless, oh, see, now I'm playing a lot. We'll Unless see. Fox Force 5 has a. Right. Right. Exactly. Fox Force 5. And even when Erica was talking about it, like it seemed like Erica herself didn't even buy it. She goes, he got a shot of Gus now. They're going to shut up. Yeah, wait, I love when Sutton was like, I'm sorry I didn't get a gun held to my head. I'll say, I'll say, I'm sorry I didn't have a gun put in my head. I guess I'm so sorry I didn't make you cry, Kyle. I thought that was hysterical. Oh, by the way, Sutton, I uh, heard, was at TomTom on Friday night. Uh, A listener wrote in that was eating dinner there and was uh, slammered with her two brothers. I was like, I would love to get hammered with Sutton. That would be, I don't know, for some that reason would be she like my dream. Dude, Sophie, that's what I was talking about in the like she was saying, like the perfect dude, tall. I'm six foot. Like I can prove it. I have a picture next to a thing. Handsome. I'm not like amazing looking, but I'm not ugly. I'm handsome. You I'll are put up, but I'll put up with cats. Like I'm not a cat guy per se, but I'll put up with cats. I I'm not rich because she said the guy doesn't have to have money. Like I'm the dude. I'm the dude. There for you Sutton. go. There you go. Yeah. I wonder if she's on, um, if she's on Raya. Raya. Do you, do you think Raya. she's on Chris? I wonder if she's on Christian Mingle or something, or like farmers only or something. Oh my God. Uh, no, but I was, I kind of dug it. I, I, I mean, I just, I was glad it's back. We do have to talk of course about the demon Lisa Rinna because Lisa Rinna is already doing so like, I mean, just, she's gonna, she's gonna sprain a hip or something. She's doing so much right out of the gate. Did you see this already? Like she's in every Instagram comment section and she was like, Oh yeah, that's right. Sutton worked her ass off to have the money she has. I guess it takes a gold digger to no one. She's rich, honey. She's rich because of her (laughs) ex-husband and Hey, more power to her. However you get your cast, just own it, baby. And then overuse of emojis, and it's like, Lisa, you've got a whole season to go. Calm down. Like, she She's is so ridiculous. jealous. She's so jealous. And then did you, Dana Wilkie, I don't know if you saw this, Dana in, uh, posted a thing, which to me was an obvious joke, but she wrote, breaking Real Housewives of Beverly Hills news. A source is now reporting that while filming the show's 12th season, Cherie Zampino was bitten by a rat during an event at Lisa Rinna's house. Zampino was rushed to the hospital where she was treated for exposure to hantavirus, a disease found in wild rodents. So she posts this and it gets kind of like passed around. But it's a good joke, right? Oh, clearly a joke. (laughs) And Lisa, you guys commented back on this was like, Come on, guys. I know you all are mad at me, but this is ridiculous. Cherie had COVID that day, unfortunately. There was no rat in my kitchen. Come on, you guys. But doesn't it hurt, Lisa, when people make up wild rumors? Doesn't it hurt? Do you remember when you always make up wild rumors? Doesn't it hurt? Like, why are we supposed to feel bad? She's a rancid human inside and out. Inside and out. Just rancid. Um. My favorite, uh, a lot of people's favorite shows, uh, my favorite show gets uh, back on the air tomorrow. Of course, I'm talking about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial entering its 10th season. I'm not paying really close attention to this. 
Uh, it is wild that it's even, it's really considered such entertainment fodder for everybody. Are you, you're not in on the Depp Herd stuff super big. It's sickening that it's entertainment fodder for people. And that SNL made a skit. Um, Last it was, it. So it, it was so it, bad too, the it's sketch really itself. Sickening. It says, it says a lot about our society. And I think it says a lot about how um, they're kind of trying to walk back a lot of these people in power trying to walk reverse the the me too movement it's like it's really it's really 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 sickening um and yeah i don't like how it's used as entertainment fodder i don't like how it's become a whole media charade this is a real abuse trial this is a real trial about amber rehashing how she's been raped she's been raped she's been um, abused and you could say, well, they're both guilty. Look at the details of the case. Look at the details of the case. That's all I'll say. Look at the details about how Johnny Depp, um, essentially said that he wanted Amber to be humiliated on a global scale. And then SNL does a skit making fun of her. Like it's working. It is. I mean, even Chris Rock did a, a bit this week where he said, believe all women except for Amber Heard, which Fuck he, by the way, but Rock for saying that, Fuck Chris Rock, but, but by the way, believing Amber Heard, doesn't mean she's an angel human that's amazing. I just want to point that out too. It's like when you believe somebody over somebody else, it doesn't make them not guilty of all of their, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just even if, if Amber Heard is not guilty, it doesn't mean she's perfect. It doesn't mean she's never done anything wrong in her life. I mean, that's, you're not going to find that of anybody. I just always find that interesting too. It's like, yeah, uh, neither of them seem like amazing people, but it is kind of interesting how this is exactly going the way that that society thought it would go. And what scares me is for the trials coming up, like Marilyn Manson's trial, uh, you know, those weaken the positions for those women in those trials. Uh, yeah, I hope it does, it does damage the way that she has been vilified and humiliated and her she's been framed and her character has been assassinated is exactly what they're going to do to women going forward. It's a horrible precedent to set and it's really demoralizing as a woman. And I think that just my heart goes out to all the women out there that are watching this and just horrified by the way that society has treated and that men are treating Amber Heard are treating this woman who's clearly a victim and we shouldn't have to qualify it as, well, she's not perfect. Yeah. There's fucked up things that have come out between both of them, but She's a, a 25 year old woman who wasn't in a place of financial power the way that Johnny Depp always has been. And the things that if you really dig into the details of the case and the things that he has been saying to her and threatening to kill her and threatening to assassinate her character for years, dig into it, dig into all the proof about how she would show up bruised. And the cu their own couples therapist was like, yes, I saw Amber show up with bruises on her face. Like, yes, there are tons of people that have seen Amber, like actually proof that she has been abused and people choose to ignore that. I even got a comment on my Instagram saying, God unfollow, can't support people who support abuser Amber, hashtag justice for Johnny. So if this is going to make you unfollow me or hate me, I really, that's fine. Like you'll see eventually the truth comes out and this, this is, it's just disgusting. And it's very demoralizing for us women, other women. I see you out there. I see how painful it is, especially in the climate of, you know, Roe v. Wade, all of, all of what's happening right now is very demoralizing for women. 
And um, yeah, it's just disgusting. And SNL, I tweeted this, Colin Jost, go fuck yourself. And I know <laughs> Colin Jost is a big, I know he's a big listener of this podcast. Love Colin the podcast. Jost, if you're listening, I hate you. You've never been funny. <laughs> Jesus God. Uh, I will say, I watched SNL last night and it was like, it's just, I think it's just because I'm getting older. It's just so hard to get through. It is like, like, it's like they have all the elements and they still can't make it work. I know this is against, so but also talent, but it's the writer. I, well, even that opening talent sketch talent. about Amber Heard, thank God it was like, I mean, it could have been worse if the sketch was good, but it was like, it was weird. It was like five minutes and then it just, it, you know, like, okay. So the whole joke is she shat in a bed and everybody's, and then they brought in all, all like workers that were just African-Americans to point out how funny it was that Amber heard shit in the bed. It was like, it was bizarre on so many levels where I was like, oh my God, is something about to happen crazy? And then it was just that. And it was, I don't know. It was just so weird to me. Uh, but also women, it's like people love women until you have to stand up for one, <laughs> you know, do you ever notice that? Like, and when yeah. really you have to stand up for a woman, then it's like, ah, uh, well, they're not Just that good. See how misogynistic are the people that claim to be, you know, allies for women and all of these, you know, people, uh, I love the thread that's exposing all of the celebrities that have sided with Johnny Depp. And a lot of them are surprising, including Jennifer Aniston. Dude, I was, okay. So I, I don't know if this is true. I saw a TikTok video. Uh, about this. I don't, I, I was supposed to go to the Paul McCartney or I got invited to go to the Paul McCartney show on Friday and I couldn't cause I was sick, which is a bummer, but supposedly he shows video of him and Johnny Depp during one of the songs. And I was like, I, I mean, maybe I was, cause I did have a yeah, fever. Paul so maybe McCartney is one of them too. Is that true? Like that, that yeah. really, that just shocked me for some reason. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. That, that weirded me out. Uh, yeah, let's see. He's been, he's been doing that. Yeah. I was like, what? I was, I was just, I just, that surprised me, which, okay. So this is the last thing about Amber though, is that there are over 4 million signatures right now to these change.orgs. It's like me asking Austin to not be in summer house. They have 4 million signatures to remove her from the upcoming Aquaman too. Now here's where it gets interesting. It keeps growing in signatures. Now we will see what happens. Supposedly she has less than 10 minutes of screen time. But Warner Brothers won't even remove Ezra Miller, who fought like they assault somebody in Hawaii every other day now, got arrested again this week for spitting in somebody's face. And still Ezra has not been removed as the Flash at Warner Brothers. And this is the same DC comic universe. So I will be very interested to see if Warner Brothers bows to pressure to remove Amber. And if so, you better remove Ezra just as quickly. Exactly. It's like, leave it to our society to completely vilify a victim of abuse. And then an actual abuser like Ezra Miller, it's like, eh, but that's okay. But are we, are we, the thing I question sometimes too, are we, are we paying attention to the wrong thing? I mean, these are real issues and they're, but are we paying attention to the shiny object in, except instead of the things going on in our actual lives that we can change? Or are these the things that actually influence our lives and how we handle situations like this? Is it a filtered down process? I'm lost. Repeat that. No, I'm just saying like, are we, so? I mean, like, should we pay this much attention to this when we could actually be paying attention to the things that we can change in our own lives? Or do we pay so much attention to this because it actually teaches us how to behave or how to act or how not to act in our own lives? Like, well, you do, can do make you, an argument about anything that we talk about, any form of, yeah. of paying attention to celebrities. It's like escapism. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But, but it's it, like I, escapism. I, this isn't escaping anything. This is actually really frightening in a lot of ways, you know, well, like it's, it's it has it's going to have bigger impacts on our society than people realize this. Yes. Trial. Yes. And women and women are kind of the canary in the coal mine being like, hey, this is really alarming. And then meme accounts like Shithead Steve are like, oh, Amber Heard shit in a bed. And it's like (laughs) women are the ones that are like, hey, this is really scary for future victims of abuse because they're going to be vilified. They're going to use the tactics that Johnny Depp's team is using. By turning yeah. everything around on the woman and vilify, and it's so easy in our society to vilify women because of misogyny and even internalized misogyny from other women. Like Jennifer, that is so disappointing. I saw Jennifer Aniston was liking all of these Instagram posts. This is why celebrities, when you're as famous as Jennifer Aniston, you don't need Instagram. In fact, it just makes you look worse. Yeah, like I almost like I always say that. Like if you're if I'm rich, I would hope that I'd stay the fuck away off Instagram because it seems yeah. like. That would be like, you know, somebody else's thing. Like I have money to go spend, you know? Oh, I always say that. I'm like, if I didn't need social media for like my career in a way, I would be off social media so fast because all it does is make me miserable, especially on a weekend like this where I've done nothing. And I'm just looking through everyone's like Instagram stories of doing cool stuff and all the influencers that get paid to go on yachts. And I'm just like, I fucking hate my life. But it's just social media, you know? Yeah. Um. Did you hear, uh, you're a sports, you're a sports person. I don't get Tom Brady gets monster 10 year, $375 million deal from Fox sports. I thought Tom Brady unretired. How is he getting a deal from Fox sports? It's for after he retires, I guess. Oh, he's getting deals already for after. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Good. He'll be able to support his family. That's nice. I know. I know. I was worried. Um, I know she's going to love this. Just this little slice of attention here. Uh, have you heard of this person? I think they used to be on Beverly Hills, uh, Freddie Mellencamp, or oh, uh, it's like God. a friend of or something. I don't. She uh, she says she defends her decision to get a neck lift and says, "Would you prefer I lie?" She says people are up in arms about her neck lift. Now, me, I wasn't even aware she had a neck lift until page six, until all the articles that she interviewed that she did interviews yeah, she for did came out PR for it well now i'm very aware of the neck lift and it looks like she got great work done but it was like teddy i swear to god i had no idea i don't even look at photos of you but when you blast something that you did it, i mean it's really so funny and that in a you know it's got to be a painful week for her when beverly hills comes back on and actually got better ratings on the season premiere this year than it did last year even you know and it's actually surprising that Atlanta, Atlanta, which is one of it's, it's always the most watched Atlanta is really suffering in the ratings. Well, suffering, but still better than most uh, yeah. housewives show. And I, and I keep telling everybody go watch Atlanta. There's only two episodes in the third one will be tonight, or I guess the third one will already have aired when you listen to this. And like, you got to let these shows build, but also they're still funny as hell. It's just that we don't have a fucking like burg, like we don't have somebody stealing from orphan and widows and we don't have like, we don't have these big overarching things, but I don't know what else people want. You got Kenya being a good girl all of a sudden, which people wanted forever. You got Sharif Sheree back. You got like Drew and Ralph. Ralph is a despicable house husband. It seems like you've got really good elements. Don't like just ditch something all of a sudden. Like I find that such bizarre behavior. I know. I was very surprised by that. I guess Bravo, because they didn't really do much marketing, I felt like, for it. So they probably were just betting on the fan base just tuning in. But, like, 
I don't know. It, I need think Bolo. Beverly, Bolo needs to come back. Beverly Hills, I think, had like 400K more viewers, something yeah. like that. And up one point in the demo, but I guess that's like, yeah. it went from 0.32 to 0.33. Uh, as we start winding down, Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop pretends to sell $120 disposable diapers to prove a point about essential items. Did you Did you read this? Yeah, I thought it was actually Gwyneth using her, I think I feel like she's in on the joke with goop a lot of the time. And it was like a dipe. It was it was some yeah, like, it was the really, D-I-A-P with the E umla was, R. Yeah. Everyone thought it was like absurd. And then it really was to drive attention to a good cause. So like good for Gwyneth. Wait, what was the good cause? So I can just make sure we highlight the good cause. Wait, I oh, it was no, no, I got it, I got it. It was to donate to the organization Baby to Baby to help yeah. provide diapers, formula, and other essentials to families in need. And the quote yeah. was, despite the absolute necessity of diapers in 33 states, they aren't treated as an essential item. They're taxed as a luxury good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we price our fictional diapers at $120 because that is what the diaper tax could cost families annually. Right now, many families in need are also struggling as a result of the nationwide formula shortage. So this was actually a great thing that she did. It's just that goop, you never know because it. I looked at the picture and it kind of seemed potentially real because the design looked good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was a great publicity stunt on, on her part. Go Gwyneth. But it is just funny that like, I don't know what that line is, you know, where I'm just like, is that real or is, you know, it's like, it wasn't an obvious joke, which is scary. Right. Uh, fans of Real Housewives of Miami, Lisa and Lenny Hochstein, plastic surgeon to the Miami Stars, apparently got into a blowout fight at a Miami nightclub alongside other cast members of Real Housewives of Miami. Larza was with her. Drinks were allegedly thrown, and Lisa and Lenny might be filing for divorce. You guys, Real Housewives of Miami is just, this past season, I loved it. It's on Peacock, and I think they're airing it on Bravo now. But if you go back and watch Miami, I slept on it. We're going through it in the Patreon, and we just finished season two. And Lisa and Lenny's relationship is in there as well. And this is like 10 years after that aired. And it looks like they're headed for divorce, which cameras are rolling, and we'll be able to see it, which is just awesome, you know? No, I mean, wait, guys, it's not awesome that Lenny's cheating on her. It's, oh, God, I'm a horrible person. It's, uh, I just... Uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see it and it's going to be bad, it's, but it might well, be it's the same thing as like, you know, we're going to get to watch Tom and Katie's divorce and Ashley Darby's divorce. It's like, you know, we look forward to that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. Uh, it's not even kind of true. Uh, let's see here. In, can you explain to this? Did you, this Instagram filters in Texas, Instagram users are banned from using some filters in Texas for now. They're no yes. longer able to use some of the filters. The change isn't a glitch, but a deliberate move made by Meta, Instagram's parent company, after it was sued by the state. The change went into effect on Monday, uh, occurred after Texas Attorney General. Uh, so it, it's because of misusing facial recognition technology. But that's wild. Like, so Texas, you can't use face filter. Like, the Kardashians can never visit Texas now. It's like done. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's like an interesting move. I kind of like that. I feel like filters have done a lot of damage. So um, yeah, I'm kind of into it. Yeah. Uh, Quick hits. Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick are teaming up for a simple favor sequel. Did you ever watch this movie? A simple favor? Yeah, it was a good movie. But again, it's like I someone actually DM'd me to listen to Beyond the Blinds about Blake and Ryan's relationship and how Ryan essentially sabotaged her acting career because he needs to be like the more famous successful one in the relationship. I need to listen to that podcast, 
But yeah, like let's get Blake in more movies because she has been off the radar since a simple favor one, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but also, I mean, I, I, I'm curious if that, how true that is. I mean, I could, but also didn't they have like three kids back to back or something? Yeah. But also it's like, why does she have to be the one that stays home with the kids while Ryan has been in a million action movies and shit and all those Netflix movies that no one asks for. <laughs> uh, well, I think the Netflix days are done in Code, terms of those kind of big Code alert or whatever. Red, Red Notice 2 is not going to be happening. Uh, I do find it interesting, though, the Simple Favor 2, though, I don't know if you remember all of these rumors that Blake Lively and Andy Kendrick fucking hated each other during that movie, which Anna Kendrick, I always hear the wildest shit about yeah, Anna Kendrick apparently is not a nice gal. I've heard only bad things about her. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, Madonna reveals fully nude NFTs and a shocking 3d model of her vagina. <laughs> I guys, Bitcoin, like pretty much like imploded this week. Yeah. And uh, how's your, is your, was your dude heavy into Bitcoin? Yeah, he. I mean, he thinks it's gonna bounce back. It's just no. That's, it already has bounced back a little bit. It's gonna bounce back. In How like, many NFTs does he own? He has like a bunch of NFTs, and I keep saying, I literally keep saying, I'm like, there is only supply. There's no demand. Like no one is like looking around, like shopping around for NFTs. It's only people. Trying Logan to Paul is. Logan Paul is shot. I always see him on um, uh, TikTok shopping for NFTs. Okay, so Logan Paul is your one potential customer. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, also, Joe Exotic sends Kim Kardashian letter from jail. Did you see this? Uh, he he begged Kim Wait, to Joe Exotic, Tiger King. Oh, Tiger King. Yeah, but like that, uh, he said, "Come on, Kim, you got to help me out." Like, which is kind of one of the last roads you have to go like, like Kim and tiger King. That was and like I, such a fever dream when everyone cared about him. And now it's like, his moment is over. Like, dude, there was that whole sorry. peacock. There was a peacock limited series with Kate McKinnon and Kyle McLaughlin. You guys that came out a couple months ago and, and no it's one wild. Watched it? No one watched, and watched for, it for a limited, like, do you guys realize a limited series not being watched is like the reverse of every time a bell rings and angel gets its wings. Like, uh -huh. Like a, a a prestige money, like money was put into that show and no one watched it. That's how sick we are of Tiger King. Like yeah. that's sad. That's wild. I know. I know. No one cared. <laughs> uh, uh, who's on your show this week? So. Um, Kara Berry from everyone's business, but mine. She's hilarious. Everyone look out for that on Tuesday. Okay. And uh, anything else coming up for you that we need to be aware of? Um, just living the dream over here. Living the dream. Really curious about your review of uh, Multiverse of Madness, by the way. Oh God, I already know I'm gonna fall asleep. I'm like just so drowsy today, and I'm I'm gonna take it as like a good, just a good time to nap. Does your does your dude care when you sleep? Does he get personally offended, or he's like, it's fine, we're here. He's gonna he's gonna keep try to keep me awake the whole time and i don't know if it's gonna happen so we'll see wake up he just got to another universe wake up babe <laughs> babe babe pretend i'm dr strange babe babe call me Actually, dr strange my 16 year old cousin because we were in atlanta last weekend for that wedding and we were staying with my all of my extended family. A lot of my extended family lives there. So we like saw my 16-year-old cousin and he had just seen it. And he was like, eh, it was okay. So like even my 16-year-old cousin. Your was boyfriend like, was like, 
That kid's a liar, dude. That kid is yeah. a liar. It's a great movie, and you know it, dude. Right. You're not grown right. up enough to like that movie, 16-year-old. And it's going to be, like, seven hours long. Like, oh, my it's, it, God. I think it is close to three hours, but that's... Oh. And if you go... Don't go see it at an AMC, because they had 30 minutes of trailers right, right before. Oh, we are... It's funny, because we are seeing it at an AMC, but at least we got to see the Nicole Kidman trailer. Yeah, but that's at the very end of the preview, so, like, you... Um, but actually, okay, reviews are kind of my favorite part. I'm going to be honest. But 30 minutes, let's we, go. especially when you know you're going to fall asleep, like for the actual. That's movie. the only reason I'm going is to watch the previews, and then I'm going to go to sleep. That's oh wait, wait, wait! Oh shit! Uh, I forgot to say this. What do you think of Chris Jenner potentially managing Pete Davidson? I don't know. I was i've I've been talking to a few insiders about. Pete and Kim and I think the arrangement is going to be over sooner rather than later <laughs> what's he gonna do with the brand on his chest he's gonna have to date another lawyer yeah 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 all you lawyers out there get ready Pete's looking yeah you yep. you really think it might be over yes I think that Pete from what I've been hearing is is really sick and tired of being controlled and everything is like, it's all just for the cameras. It's all for the, for the storyline. It's all just fake. And welcome to the Kardashians, man. Yeah. I just, I'm hearing that he's not the happiest at the moment. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say. No, say so more. Do you, who do you hear that happiness. from? Don't worry was about that it. From Courtney? Was that from Courtney? I was Courtney said it. Court. Oh my God. Hey, you, and I, by the way, I'm turning on Travis. I'm starting to think he's creepy all of a sudden. FYI. It's just, he what? moved. I'm starting to think Travis is creepy. Like, it's oh, like, I know. Watching the show, like they are the, it's really weird. It's getting weird, guys. Yeah, like, like weird. you don't like finger bang in front of your, at your mom's birthday party, 10 feet away from the table. Like, I don't care if Ellen DeGeneres is okay with it. You don't do it. Like, it's so easy. Like, would you do that in front of an ex with your new boyfriend? You wouldn't ever. I mean, it's not even that. It's just like, and it doesn't matter who it is. It's just gross. That's what I'm saying. She's like, we're protective of our love bubble. And I'm like, be like, Courtney, are you, you're not, I I know you're not aware of your surroundings, but like, my God, like he's literally has her face in his hands. And he's like, I love you, my baby. You know, I know it's like so uncomfortable. Um, okay, you guys, go support Soph and everything that she does. Thank you for supporting this podcast. We have great shows this week. Uh, so thank you for always being there with us. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. See you then. Bye. Betches.